Welcome to the My Favorite Sister podcast. We're two 30-something sisters trying to keep in touch from across the world. That's Sarah. She's a younger one and lives in England. And that's Elizabeth. She's the older one and lives in Los Angeles. And we're here to help you procrastinate. So sit back and enjoy whatever random discussion we decide to have this week. Welcome back to the My Favorite Sister podcast. Welcome back. Hello. I also just realized that I didn't actually set up my proper microphone, so we're doing great. Earbuds microphone is what you're getting. We're doing great, <laughs> everyone. I'm sure it'll be the same st- superior <laughs> audio standard that we <laughs> you've come to know us for. You know, always have. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Whatever. It's fine. Um, yeah, welcome back, everybody. It's another Sunday when we're recording. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know what it's been like in England. It's time for a weather update, but it's been raining crazily in LA, and it sucks. But luckily it's been sunny, but kind of chilly for our standards. Yeah, it's very, it's been nice and sunny all week and weekend, which is nice. But yeah, cold as hell. Like, frozen and frosty, just above freezing, frosty icicles every morning is horrible i hate it yeah. but at least it's sunny so i feel much more like that's true pep in my step and energetic it's like the days are getting a little longer it's nice i feel like it's tough here because i think people do like when it rains but usually it rains a day maybe two at the most but it was just like non-stop relenting in this town it's not built for rain <laughs> it's not built for rain yeah and it was like there was one day where it was, like, pouring down rain on Monday, and that was, like, a damn, like, supposed to be in the office, quote-unquote. And then my person under me was like, are you coming in? I was like, it's raining. I can't. It's, like, a snow day here. It's like, I can't. <laughs> I just can't. I'll be stuck in traffic for 100 hours. This is not happening. Brilliant. So, True. I think everyone here, I, I saw this funny TikTok where it was, like, when it rains in California, it's, you know, when people are, like, are always saying, I, I would love to live in the Pacific Northwest, like, I feel like a lot of California people say that, and that's, mm-hmm. like, no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. You would hate it. Yeah, you really This is wouldn't. showing you you would hate it. <laughs> so, it was a, it was a, it was just, like, nonstop rain for about a week, which is a lot for here. It is a lot. And, um, so I think we were done. We, everyone could say, yeah, we needed it. it. We needed it. But then, that's enough. Yeah. We're done this with is- that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, this is my fourth winter down here in the east, and it's, like, normally much warmer by now. It's just been so cold, so I'm like, as long as it's sunny, but, you know, I have to remember to, like, preheat the rooms that I need to be in with, like, the heat, because obviously we don't have heat on in every room Mm -hmm. if we're not in it, because that's not how British heating works. (laughs) So it's just like, okay, I gotta remember to, like, preheat the bedroom, like, I have an alarm set for 9.30, and I go in and, like, turn the heat on, so it's, like, a little bit warm. When we go in. Yeah, it's, I'm ready for, if you could just crank up to, like, low 70s here, that would be, that would be ideal. I know that's, that's California problems. That sounds like I'm yeah, being t- insensitive to tiny violin problem. everyone else <laughs> across the country, but, you know, for us, it's cold. At least when the sun's out. I feel like the sun's out and it's not windy, it's fine, but, you know, it's been, it's been chilly yeah. for us. But luckily, it was lovely yesterday, besides the ground being frozen, 
So we got to go on a little day trip, mm. um, which we had wanted to do last weekend, but I had a hair appointment on Saturday in the middle of the day. So, and then Sunday it was like tipping it down raining. So we we're like, never mind. Um, but we went to this like little town called Claire, and they have some like a castle villas like in this CLA. like R E. So just with no I. Yeah. Um, they have these, like, castle ruins on a hill or whatever and, like, a little park. Um, I feel like their website, like, they have a very nice website mm. for a little tiny historic village. Um, I feel like it says something about it being the tiniest or, like, the smallest village in the county of Suffolk because it's got, like, 2,200 people or something. So, very small and quaint. So, we, like, you know, it's only, and to an American, it's basically right next door. It was a whole 30 miles away <laughs> to a British person. Might as well be driving off the end of the earth. So you become spoiled. You you've become, you've become one of them. <laughs> 30 minutes well, away. I feel like, yeah. Oh my God. But to us, like Jack's always willing to like go places that are within like two, two and a half hours, like there and back in one day. Um, so we're like, Oh, it's not far at all. So we went and, kind of like leisurely in the morning and then I mean we didn't even get there till like 11 and at that point we climbed up the hill with like the Roman tower and that was cool and because there's no people there yet and we walked down and then they have like some nature trails and stuff we're walking these trails and they look like they're going to be super muddy and stuff but as you're walking oh no the mud is fully frozen mm-hmm. <laughs> Anywhere where there was, like, a dip where water had collected, ice. Oh, no. There's sheer ice. And I'm like, it's 11 o'clock in the morning. It's full sun. Why is it still frozen? But, I mean, that's better than having to trudge through mud or whatever. I guess. But I feel like it could be a slipping hazard. Yeah, we were just, like, going very carefully. Luckily, there was lots of other people around. But, yeah, as we're walking, I was like, I feel like uh, my legs are very tense during this walk right now. (laughs) Yeah, trying not to fall. Um, yeah, so we only did, like, I don't know, two miles of walking. We didn't walk the whole, all the trails, because we were, like, mm, like icicle sliding danger. Um, but then in the little village, there was, like, a little cafe slash restaurant, like, Italian restaurant we wanted to go to, so we went there and had some little pizzas, mm. and we are like, ooh, at lunchtime, they do, like, a 12-inch or a 9-inch, and we're like, well, if we get the 9-inch, then we could get three. Oh. <laughs> Instead of two. <laughs> but yeah, so that was good. It was like, they were more kind of like an oval shape, but they were very tasty. We got, you know, like one with like pepperoni and sweet peppers and one with prosciutto and mushrooms and then one with goat cheese and caramelized onion Ooh, that sounds and good. balsamic. That one was ace. Chef's kiss. But the main reason I really wanted to go to this town um, when I was looking at places nearby for us to go to on the next nice day was because there's like a little local independent Aww, bookshop. Oh, cute. <laughs> um, which then I was like, oh, what is there to do in this town? And I was like, ooh, bookstore. Let me look it up. Oh, here's their Instagram. Oh, the woman that runs the shop is like the most posh woman I've ever encountered in real life. But she just sounds like Kate, like kind of like Kate Winslet mm. and like, you know, that very yes. um, proper British accent. She's got, like, the perfect blonde hair, and it's just this very cute shop, but she does um, roughly, like, once a week whenever she gets new orders of books in where she goes on Instagram Live, and she, like, goes through and does it. I was, like, I watched, like, two or three of them. I was, like, this is fabulous, because now I know what books I want to go and buy. (laughs) Love this. 
Yeah. There was one that she had opened last Friday, but I think she had sold it already. Because no. um, I was going to get it for you um, oh. for your birthday. But I'm still going to get it. I'll just um, a secret now. get it from her another time. Yeah, it's a secret. But we did go, and I spent probably like an hour in there. But it's just, I mean, it's just like packed. It was like floor-to-ceiling books. The books are layered like on the shelves. Like there's books stacked normally on the shelf, and then books stacked in front of them, like, you know, perpendicular. Mm -hmm. um, but like walls and walls of crime thrillers and cozy mysteries because of course you know the brits love a cozy mystery so you would have loved it i mean she had like a center section with you know cookbooks or whatever and then there's just hardbacks everywhere and there was a whole section of um you know like the lifestyle type books where it's you know stuff kind of like the swedish art of dying yeah, yeah, yeah. but there's like a new one where it's like the swedish art of like aging well or something oh. but there was one that was like you know exercise for lazy people i was like this is brilliant I need that. Like, <laughs> yeah it was a cute. I had like a cartoon animated person on a couch with a cat. I was like, that's, I was like, wow, this really speaks to me. Um, you know, she had like a front table with like the new stuff and yeah, just all kinds of stuff. But there's some like kind of indie Instagram type books um, where now they're like published by proper, like traditional UK printers. Mm -hmm. So they're able to be in bookstores. So there was a few, I was like, ooh, these are spicy books that are in this uh, independent bookstore. I was like, I don't know if this one should be in um, the mostly YA section, so I'm going to... You're like, I'm going to move that? casually relocate. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did end up getting a few books. Kind of in the area, it was like I was going around the store, and like one of the last sections I looked at was where she had stuff, where there's like YA stuff, so there was like Heartstopper and... Yeah, yeah. You know, all those kinds of books that we've read... Um, you know, where there's, like, a heroine who's the lost, like, queen of, of the course. realm or whatever. Of course. Yeah, like, Sarah J. Mass books and stuff like that. You know, she had, like, Raven Kennedy Guild. I was like, that's the one. I was like, ooh, this book's a... Let's move it away, further away from the Heartstopper. Because um, that one is very not YA at all. But anyway, so she had... There was two books, um, like, billionaire romance-type books that are very popular on Instagram. Um, and so I got those because the first two, I was like, ooh. I'll get them in paperback. My thing with paperback is I have to open it and see how big the font <laughs> size is. I can't read it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because she had paperbacks of, there's a book called Empire of the Vampire, and it's like a like a huge, thick, like 1,200-page type book. Like, I have the audiobook, and I think it's 30 hours long, oh, so I have not made a dent in it whatsoever, but it just came out in paperback, and I was like, how is this only this thick? And I opened it, and it must be like size six font like it's so tiny <laughs> your magnifying glass like, to read it yeah literally i was like i would need one of those like over the shoulder lamps that grandpa had and the magnifying glass to go with it impossible um but yeah i got that and then there was like a kind of like magical-esque murder mystery um that i had heard of and I was like, I made Jack read the blurb on the back. And I was like, would you read this if I bought it? I was like, if we both read it, then it's, it's more It's basically worth it. free. He was like, oh, yeah. It's basically. Yeah. I was like, essentially, the cost <laughs> per read is like immediately zero. Yeah. So I went, finally, we were in there. Oh, and there was like an upstairs area where they had, she had like historic books and stuff. It was really cute. So then I finally went to check out. I mean, the two of us have been in the store for like at least an hour. Other people have come and gone. <laughs> And she had asked if we were doing okay, and of course, I have an accent, and Jack has a also non-local accent. So then when I was checking out, um, she had a cozy mystery on the counter by the checkout, which had been one I was looking for on the shelf. 
um, because I had seen her unbox it in her Instagram video. See, social media sells yeah. people. <laughs> um, so I was reading the back of it, or she asked if we were visiting, and I was like, "Oh no, we just live, you know, in our village." Also, well, like, yeah, which, you're course, visiting in my mind, practically. Yeah, I know. In my mind, I was like, "That's not far," and I'm like, "Oh." But she's probably like, wait, where? Are you staying overnight? You'll never make it back in time yeah. before darkness falls. <laughs> yeah. Like, you have your horse and buggy ready to go for tomorrow? <laughs> like, it's a two-month journey to return. It's, it's um, like Pride and Prejudice where, you know, she gets sick and she's just, like, up go, the road and yeah. she has to stay for a month because it's so far. Exactly. Yeah, anytime you go somewhere, you're there for three months minimum. Um, and she, so then, I mean, it was so sweet because then she um, was, like, chatting. She's just like, oh. Like, it caught me off guard for a second, because she was just like, she was like, I have to do this. I ha- like, I have to do this. She's like, well, next weekend, we're, I'm doing four for three, so, like, I just can't, I can't let you leave. And it's like, as she's saying it, I just casually, I, like, re-picked up You're like, the cozy mystery book. book and, like, stick it through the plexi, and she's like, there you go, there you go. <laughs> You're like, I can't, I get this one. Why don't you ask me about my birthday yeah. gift? <laughs> <laughs> like where's this book I need for my birthday? So um, is this a book I'm gonna like accidentally I'm... buy on my own? Lucky for you, I don't no, buy books no. unless you tell me to get them. So I no, it's like a joke book. Oh, okay. It's not like I see. Is it how to work out for lazy people? Because you've already told me that that's a thing, <laughs> and I need it. Um, no, it's not that one either. But um, but yeah, it was just very funny. I was just like, I was, I was like, I mean, if you have to, because. I mean, we've been in there a long time. I'm sure, I, jokingly, in the car on the way home, I was like, I mean, she's going to remember me forever because, like, how many Americans are going to this little town of Claire? <laughs> well, I feel like you're going to be back there. But she was like, you know, she was like, if you want to come back next weekend, four for three, I was like, you say it, you joke, but I probably would. <laughs> See, you could go. I feel like you've got the American uh, sensibility where 30 minutes is, like, nothing. Yeah. But it's just like, I was like, Jack was like, she just gave, Jack didn't hear, I was like, did you hear that? And he was like, no, I was like, she just gave me that fourth book for free. <laughs> he was like, what? And I was like, yeah. I was like, well, that's tiny independent shopkeepers. Mm-hmm. I was like, also, America would never, like. No. Nah. Also, Waterstones would never, or like Barnes & Noble, you know. So, it was very cute and sweet. My thing is just, there were so many things to choose from. I mean, you could just have endless. Yeah. You know, if you like crime mystery thrillers and fiction she just had whole huge sections of it it's just you pick one up and read all of them but it's kind of cool because it sounded like there was a woman who came, oh here we go there was a woman who came in she had ordered a book so you know she ordered it and she came and picked it up and as she was walking out she walked behind me and jack and we were looking at something and she was just like oh it's just so lovely isn't it and we're like oh yeah like it you know it's great because i was clear clearly like on the hunt i was like digging through the books on the shelves like reading the backs I think Jack was more doing a swift perusal, but she's like, well, you know, like it could be the, it could be racehorses or something. And, you know, books are much cheaper than that. And Jack's like, yes, because those are the two options of hobbies is owning a racehorse or buying a mystery book. He was like, this is where we're at in this country right now. Like, that's how you can tell what area of the country we're in is that those are the only two hobbies you're allowed to have is owning a fucking racehorse. Or reading in Agatha Christie paperback. <laughs> I took that comment to mean like betting on racehorses, but I guess no. She meant owning. Oh, she meant owning. She meant owning. Okay. And she was like, "Oh, horse." Yeah. She was like, "It could be, you know, keeping horses. Oh, it's so much more expensive." So then, yeah. 
books or horses. Those are your only two options. Yeah. That's it. It was hysterical. Well, that sounds fun. I don't know. Yeah. I wish we had cute It was little... cute. So, yeah, next time you come visit, we'll specifically go to that shop. Mm-hmm. There was in the town, like, lots of other, like, some antique stores and vintage shops and stuff, but um, I would definitely go back and hit them up next time. But we'd been there for a long time already, like, in the town for, like, a few hours. We're, like, ready to head back. Speaking of YA novels, there's, I think I sent you an article about it, but I had noticed this bookstore, this little bookstore had opened on this main street near me and it's all pink and cute. I'm like, what is this place? So I Google when I get home and it's open, was open by like a teenager. It's called, I think Annabelle's or something like that. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And you did send me that. And it's just like all her favorite books and it's like curated. I was like, oh my God, this is like. How would you like it. to have a, a bookstore like that when you were, you know, amazing in your teens or whatever? I'm just, it's like, it's so cute. I gotta yeah. go in there. No, it's so cool. I do in that place. I mean, the thing is like, obviously to me, it's like paperbacks aren't that much more expensive. And a lot of times the, like, if it's not a book that's on Kindle Unlimited, like if I have to buy the ebook, it's usually a similar price mm-hmm. than the paperback. Um, so I'm like happy to support a local independent store even though I do read a ton of ebooks just because one I can make the font you know times eight <laughs> uh and also like <clears throat> do highlights and stuff yeah but really it's just it's not necessarily a lack of funding uh to splash the cash on like some six pound 99 yeah. books it's more the lack of space to put them yeah so. It's funny because I feel like that's why I was like for the that's why I was like for this third book I was like to justify it to myself, Jack, will you also read this? Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because I feel that the Barnes and Noble near us is kind of I mean as crazy as the sound it's kind of our local bookstore. There's not a ton of yeah. as far as I'm aware there probably are in the city but near where we're at there's not a little independent bookstore other than this one I was just talking mm-hmm. about which is very specific in yeah, what. It's the books that are there so when before we went on our you know summer vacation last year i went to barn and noble because i had all these gift cards i was like there i was like oh it's so fun yeah. to buy books in person i like forgot how fun it is it really is and i'm reading this book it's like the hunt i don't know there's so many books and authors like i'm not in the know no, no, like no. well you would be in the know books. over just like read whatever over me. i just read whatever my kindle suggests me to read or like people on Instagram suggest reading or whatever. I'm like, I don't know. I think I just like, texted you and said, what books are yet for the beach? Yeah. Unless it's an author's name that I already know, like, and it's their new book. That was the thing that was on the shelf. I was, like, kind of tempted. In the YA section, she had a Marissa Meyer, her new book series. Um, it's, like, the second one. She had a paperback, and it was clearly a special edition because it had, like, stenciled edging and stuff. Um, I don't know where she ordered it from, but I saw a thing sticking out and I was like, oh, what is this? Like a weird, like folded page. Oh no, I opened it up and it was a signed book plate sticker oh. to match. So I was like, shit. Um, I was like, if I had already read the series, I would buy this just because I was like, this is a fine. Yeah. Cause that probably would set you back at least like, I don't know, 25 or 30 bucks mm. at Waterstones. And she was just selling it for like eight ninety nine. <laughs> like, um, but I was like, I'll leave it for the actual teen reader that teen reader. likes this series. They won't care. Yeah, because I haven't read it, so. Um, but it's cute. She had lots of, like, kids' books, but it was just cute. It. I feel like there's a lot of people in uh, the area where we live where it's like, how do, you know, you're always like, how do these shops stay afloat? And Jack's like, because it's rich people who just 
as like a hobby. Want to have a shop? I'm like, well, that's fair. But I was reading the about me page. It sounds like her dad also owned like a bookstore. Mm, that's so cute. That's cool. That's cute. Well, I'm starting to read this book that I got in a while ago um, about like this fire that happened at the LA Public Library, like the major, the the big one in downtown LA. But then I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, I miss going to the library. It just sucks because the libraries yeah. are, are not good. Other than that one, the big one in downtown, which I used to go to a lot when I worked down there. But the ones that are, they're so small and there's nowhere to park. And I just miss their library back home, honestly. Yeah. I mean, for sure. I mean, we were so spoiled with the, the like, Fairfax County, Virginia public library system. I mean, we, our little town does have a library and our county has a decent library system, but you know, it's very small and tiny and they'll have like some new releases and popular things. So I have read a few books from there, but I mean, they like mail you a letter when your book hold is ready. So I just, (laughs) so I'm just like, it's great. I was like for the cost and you have to pay to put books on hold. Mm. Um, and I'm like, well, that just is essentially covering the cost of the stamp of this letter. But I did figure out how to go and turn that setting off. I was like, do not send me a letter because it won't make it in time for me to pick this book up in 72 hours. Yeah. You're like, send a carrier. Well, I'm trying to carry your pigeon to. Yeah, I was like, it'll get here faster. Um, but just since we're talking about the library, have you seen, like, I feel like the last few months, the Milwaukee Public Library is, like, so popular on social media and stuff. They've been doing. Was it the. They've been killing it on. Was it because of, like. I mean, I've seen some libraries do some book banning t shirts and stuff, or was there some other thing that they're doing? Oh, no. They've just been making, like, super like viral reels and tiktoks and stuff i I don't think so yeah and being on trends they're so funny yeah they're great i love it you know what so yeah now their account has now their account has like over a hundred thousand followers and it's like i love that i was like i love that i ended up on like library talk (laughs) you know i think that everyone should appreciate libraries more um i love the library i just wish that agreed they do have a blue check mark on Instagram. I was just looking at Milwaukee Public Library, but they're they're one of the favorite ones is like they have three pinned posts at the top, but there's one where it's like you're 78, you can't read manga. <laughs> like sure you can. So good. Go. And then she's just Go. yeah, and then she's just like fuck off. <laughs> I just I yeah I miss a good library. That's one thing I yeah miss about Northern Virginia yeah. is the library sure. that we would go to because uh, it was so big and it was just so you know what I think actually I have seen one of the top TikToks from this because of getting music from the library one I think I even saved that because like ooh I want to get music from the library how do I do that <laughs> so I have seen at least one of their TikToks I sent you another one um, that you'll probably enjoy because it was about stocking up on mental health books during the holidays ah, that's what I need um well Oh, it, you did something else fun this week. I saw on your Instagram, so you have to tell me about I, that. Well, I did nothing. I worked, yeah. so I have no fun stories <laughs> to tell. I'm like, I don't know. I yeah. So on Thursday, I took a half day, and then I went down to London in the afternoon and basically spent the whole day drinking in a pub with my friend uh, Monica from Belfast that I met on Instagram. Because mm. <laughs> that's how you meet friends as an adult is by talking about. By talking about books on Bookstagram, which for is that the one reason I need to start just... a Bookstagram is to make new friends. <laughs> that seems like a lot of work yeah. based on everything you post. I'm like, I don't have that much time. 
Yeah. Basically, her fiance was coming to London because he, like, started a new job and they have an office in London. So she was like, I'm going to come. Um, and so I went down and I, they, like, flew in that morning and we went and had, like, late lunch and then just ended up sitting drinking in our same spot in the pub the whole time. Nice. It's kind of funny because we, we were in a different area of town that I hadn't really spent much time in. <clears throat> but, I mean, direct train from here to there, like, it was only, like, 50 minutes yeah. or something. It was really fast. Um, and then... Um, her fiance came back through at one point to like pick the hotel key up and then he had to go to a work dinner and they like, it, when it was over, we were still there. Are you guys good? <laughs> he just came back. Um, at one she like, we were, I was drinking cider and she was drinking like a light beer and then she saw people ordering Guinness. Of course she's Irish. So she was like, I got to scope it out and see if it's like any good. But she's like, that looks pretty good. So then she ordered it and the guy, when he was bringing it up the stairs to where we were in the pub was like, she was like, oh no, that's for me. <laughs> like. But he was like, wait, you weren't drinking this the whole time? <laughs> um, but because we were there so long, we basically saw, we saw, like, the after work crowd come, and it got slammed. Like, upstairs where we were with tables was packed, but, like, the downstairs, because, of course, it's an English pub, so you have to, like, walk through a, a maze and, like, answer three riddles from a troll <laughs> in order to get to the bathroom. <laughs> so, but, like, going down the stairs to the main bar area on street level it was like slammed so we're trying to like it's like you're at a club like i'm too old for this i'm like get out of the way i'm trying to get to the door to the bathroom um so i can then go descent you know underground to uh get to the bathroom um but then it like emptied out and then it was like then the dinner crowd came at like you know 7 30 and then it like emptied out again so it's kind of funny we saw it in all its uh lives i was like all these people i was like well I was like, all the people are here after work because they're waiting for the off-peak train times. And she's like, ah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. It's like, that's why London just has a after-work drinks culture, even though it's a Thursday and you still have to work tomorrow. Yeah. It's because you can't get on the train until after the peak times. Um, so how did she rate the Guinness from the pub? Was it? Um, oh, it actually got a very high rating. Um, the only thing was, I think, it didn't come in a proper Guinness glass. It was the right shape, but it didn't have the uh, logo on. Probably because they were probably out yeah, because they had been busy. But, but she said the uh, pour and taste and everything was okay, good. Well, so good job. Good plus, she was like, "Yeah, they did. They did well." Well, that sounds fun. Yeah, and then I came home and ate chicken nuggets. Yes, it was great. It was like a th- it was like a thirsty Thursday. I was like, "How many pints did you have?" I was like, "I don't know." Ah. <laughs> I was like, "We were there for like eight hours." So like, a lot. <laughs> Yeah, when we settled up the bill, she was the it was someone else at the bar upstairs. She was like, "Does this seem right?" And we we're like, "Yeah, probably." <laughs> <laughs> probably been here for a day. We were like, "We got here at we yeah." I was like, "Well, it's nine forty-five, and we got here at two forty-five, so and we had lunch. Like, you know, I was like, the meal was the most expensive thing. And it, the first time her um, fiance came to like grab the hotel key, um, we had just gotten new pints, and he was like, "Ooh, maybe." He was like, "I think I have time for a pint." like maybe or whatever but it was kind of busy then so she's like oh you can just have some of mine yeah and then five minutes later he got up and left it, he had downed it in one like so technically you know technically i think she ordered one more pint than me but she didn't drink it yeah, so yeah, yeah that's why we then were like how many was that i was like i don't know because ryan drank yours so it messed us who up who knows um who knows but it was fun that's good so i was like wow that's the most social activity i've done in a long time but it's Always good to go. Luckily, it was sunny, even though it was very cold, but nice and sunny. And you get into London with all the buildings and stuff, and it's not as cold yeah. as up here in the our little retirement village, um, where it's just open farm fields and the wind can just 
knock you over. Um, this might be a good way to transition the thing we're talking about today because you met up with an Irish True. person, an Irish mm-hmm. citizen of the world. Um, because we we're doing a real curveball this week in what we're talking about. <laughs> it's a real curveball. I think yeah. what it came down to was we're doing a bad job of picking what we're gonna do and like following that. Okay. Is it our bad job picking, or is it that, like, the TV gods are like, we will release all new things within one week and then nothing for six weeks? Like, there's just nothing out there or on new or, like, recurrent that we really care to watch. Yeah, I think the problem is there were shows like Ginny and Georgia and I think Firefly Lane, which I think we were open to, but they were too long. (laughs) So many hours, so many hours. Um, and I think unless Sarah gets a promise that Ginny and Joe will have some sort of, you know, getting together situation, then she doesn't want to watch it. Yeah. Fair. That's a fair assessment. (laughs) So I think we got to this week and we said, what are we watching? We never picked anything. And we said it's too many hours of episodes to try and watch either of those shows. So I said, hey... I think it's funny because this movie got dropped on Netflix that's, like, 10 years old at least. And it's some reason trending, like, one of the top 10 on Netflix. And I said, what about... Because I'd never seen it. And I said, what about Leap Year from, like, 2010, I think, with Amy Adams? Yeah, and I I was like, you mean the movie from 12 years ago? What? And she was like, oh, yeah, because you were like, oh, it's trending. Like, this movie is trending. I was like, but why? I don't know. I googled if maybe like, it's a it's leap not, year. I was like, it's not. Nope. Yeah, I was like, it's not. A, I literally googled. And I was like, is it a leap year? I don't think so. It is not a leap year. Um, and also, like, it's nowhere near uh, St. Patrick's Day, nope. which I feel like was the only time a movie about Ireland would be trending in America. So. I, I think it might say something, Netflix. Um, you keep canceling things. And also just, like, the lack of... Well, I think it says something on Netflix because they keep canceling stuff. So there's like a lack of content for people to watch. And also, I think it's the lack of just the fact that new people don't make romantic comedies anymore. You know, like that's not a genre that exists anymore, mm-hmm. I feel like. Um, so I feel like when yeah. one, maybe a lesser seen one, because I don't think this was a box office hit or anything. I think a lesser nope. seen one comes up on Netflix and you're like, oh, well, Amy Adams, she's a, she's a known name. Mm-hmm. We're watching it, but I had never seen it. I don't know if you'd ever seen it. I think technically I'd seen some of it, probably on like while house sitting for dad or something, and it was like playing on HBO, but definitely not all of it. So there was bits that I did remember and bits that I black like clearly blacked out of my <laughs> memory. Well, um. <laughs> But I, I guess what I'm saying is, I feel like there's a market out there to, if if you wanted to make a good romantic comedy, there's a market out there for people to watch it. This movie is trending on Netflix after it came out 12 years ago, and it's not so even... True. Okay, well, let's talk about it. Like, personally, I don't even think it's that... If you're ranking romantic comedies in order of, like, <laughs> goodness to... No, it's, it's terrible. It's not good. Let's just say that. It's... 
terrible. It's got, I mean, whatever. I'm down for a trope and like cliche, but it's got them all, and it's so bad. It's like, only literally one it's step just, above like just, a Hallmark movie, and the only reason is because it has. Yeah, huh? It has. This movie has so many good people in it for like the quality of movie yeah. that it is. You know what I mean? It has like totally, totally. I guess let's get into it. There'll be spoilers, but I mean, it's a romantic comedy, so <laughs> it's a twelve. Yeah, this movie has been out for twelve years. If you haven't so seen if you it haven't yet, then. It, you probably never will you probably never will and that's probably fine i'm trying to find my notes for it um so you know it's a romantic comedy so we start off in with amy adams in boston she's your typical you know type a everything has to be perfect everything has to be planned and i guess did it feel weird to you that this she's supposed to be from boston in this movie because i feel like they were making her very like new yorky to me and she had no sort of boston accent nobody had a boston accent in this movie no i definitely didn't remember that it was set in boston i just assumed that it was set in new york like because just because like just (laughs) because i think they were like we'll just do something different and say it's boston and i'm like okay are they i guess i don't know if they ever technically say they're from there so maybe it's that uh like, she doesn't have an accent. Maybe she's not from there. Although I guess her dad is played by freaking John Lithgow. Yeah, they, he was in one. So that scene. does make it seem, and he's there. So that makes it seem like they're from there. Well, she did say at the maybe little it's like board maybe it's like Boston has a Irish connection or whatever. So I they're guess, just trying to. But they never say lean into that stereotype. They don't say like she's Irish or whatever. I mean, maybe it's implied because her dad tells a story. But oh, I thought you were gonna say it's implied because she has, she red, has hair. red hair. <laughs> also, she has red hair. Um. But, no, she says at that board meeting when she's trying to get, like, this fancy apartment, which I'm like, in Boston? Okay. But that she's like, I've lived in Boston my entire life. I'm like, you have no sense of an accent. But, and also, yeah, John Lithgow is in this movie for, like, a minute of screen time. I'm like, you paid for that? Like, you could have gotten any, like, probably actor to do that role. So, there's that. So, anyways, she's dating cardiologist Adam Scott. Yep. So, I'm saying, like... Which I forgot, I forgot that he was in it. It's funny because I feel like the lead in this movie is, like, the least famous person in this movie. He's, like... I I feel like he's, like, the most... Well... It's, like, you recognize his face. He's, like, very well-known, but he's, like, also, like, not known. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Like, you know his face, but not the, um... I, it's like I would have even now I had to like look it up. I was like, "What is his name again?" Yeah, exactly. He's like, "It's like he's from Downton Abbey." Like he's from like a billion things, but it's just like he's like the most yeah. well-known unknown in this movie. You know, like you know his face, but he's like unknown. so true. So she's dating a cardiologist. Hey, you know we all 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 those like brooding men actors have to you know have at least one rom com under their belt. I think he has multiple because he was in because I was looking him up. He was in that Mandy Moore one, I think, the one where she's the president's daughter, and he's like, oh, the... no shit, you're right. <laughs> so he's in multiple. Oh my god, I'm looking at the, looking at the um, poster for that movie, it's called Chasing Liberty, yep. and it's the most 2004 thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, She's got on like cargo crop pants mm-hmm. that are green, of course, and then like a spaghetti strap um tank top and some like old navy flip-flops and then he's wearing um probably like american eagle 
like jeans flare leg jeans yeah. and they're definitely too long so you know the back four inches are wet is he wearing like a t-shirt <laughs> that has like a it's like the collar and the sleeves are like a color you know it's like like trim he isn't but he's he isn't but he's definitely wearing a logo tee mm. um i just can't make out what it is says in this sort of joker or something like a you know <laughs> uh and then he's wearing some like black and white converse yeah just like I'm just like, wow, look at the, I'm like, look at the wide leg on those jeans. Yeah. So, so it's we great. get your couple who seem like they're happy enough together and whatever, and she thinks he's yeah. going to propose. He doesn't, but he's going to some cardiologist convention in Dublin, which everyone knows that's where As cardiologist conventions happen all the time is in Dublin. <laughs> and then she, that's all we know about, uh, Adam, Jeremy Adam Scott yeah. is that, uh, he's a cardiologist. Yeah, he's a cardiologist personality trait yeah he's a cardiologist um they're trying to move in this fancy apartment together you know kind of like you have to get approved by the board situation so anyways he doesn't propose she thinks he's getting proposed because um what's her name from it's always sunny had always sunny had seen him caitlin olsen that's her name had seen him coming out of like a ring shop or some some famous that's the other thing they're like he went into this place. I'm like, see, if you ever said in New York, you could have said he was coming out of Tiffany's and everyone would have known Tiffany's, what that meant. Yep. But you're saying some store mm-hmm. that nobody knows. Yep. But anyways, he doesn't propose. So then her dad, John Lithgow, as we've mentioned, tells this story about some family member who, I guess, some tradition in Ireland, you could propose, a lady can propose to a guy once every four years on leap day. And that's it. That's the only time. The only time it's allowed. Quality. <laughs> it's the only time it's allowed. And what I think is funny is she tells, this is supposed to be some famous Irish thing, and everyone she tells, like every Irish person like, she what? tells this to is like, huh? I'm like, so clearly it's very well known. But anyway, she decides she's going to go find him in Dublin and do the Leap Day thing, because Leap Day is coming up. Yeah. Yeah. So then, of course, we had just have a comedy of errors mm-hmm. where just everything terrible that could happen could happen. And it's like her flight gets diverted to Wales. And I'm like, of all the random places, I'm like, this is like, you know, who always complain that like on NCIS, they just have a map of Virginia. And they're like, those places are close. I'm like, I'm pretty sure they just had like a map of like the United Kingdom and Ireland and just were like, these places are close. And I was, they're just like, yeah, at Wales Airport. I'm like, that's not a place. <laughs> I was like, also, if you were going to Dublin and had a diversion, that's, like, not where they would send you. Like, Did they? I, I wanted to ask. And may, so, you know how she was going up to the counter and talking to the two flight attendants, or check counter people, and it was, like, two ladies. Mm-hmm. I was like, are these two famous, like, British or Irish comedians or something, or Welsh comedians? Because it felt like they had a bit Yeah, I don't them. know. thought maybe right. you recognize them. I don't them. know. I didn't, I didn't recognize them, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. I rolled my eyes when she says, I'll get my own boat. And then she's on this tugboat. I was like, no. Oh my god. Okay, so that was the whole thing, right? This is where the whole plot just, like, I mean, obviously, it's they're doing it all for plot purposes. But it's like, well, there there's this big storm, so their flight gets diverted to Wales. Um, you know, so it's, like, across the water. Like, not even in Ireland. So, um, she's trying to get a flight, but she's like, I need a flight. You know, have to be there for the 29th. They never really make it clear of what day it no. actually is. No. It's just some number of days before the 29th. Because it's not like, I have to be there tomorrow. Because they tell her, like, 
well, because of the storm, there's no flights. So the next flight will just be tomorrow. So instead of her just being like, okay, cool. Like tomorrow's the 27th. So like plenty of time. She's like, no, I'm going to try and take a bus. But then the bus is like not operating because like the, and there's no ferry crossing because the ferries are closed because of the storm. So she finds some random fisherman with a tugboat yeah. to like sail her across. And once again, be like, because I'm like watching this, looking at it on the map, where they end up is like all the way on the other side of Ireland. So I'm like, that's not a diversion. Like when you're just going straight across. Yeah. <laughs> I'm convinced that this movie was somewhat funded like by. He went, way, he, went, he went way, way further than like necessary to try and avoid like, you know wherever they were trying to go so it's just like a comedy of errors where yeah so in the end she ends up well i'm convinced before we get into who she i'm convinced this movie was maybe made by partially funded by the tourism board of ireland because they're like we're now in this little town (laughs) now we're in this little town and i'm like okay (laughs) like maybe except that like everything goes wrong they're like every time she's outside it rains on her she gets hailed yeah true the scenery is great (laughs) Okay, sorry, so she ends so up in where? What were you saying? This little place called, a uh, town called, or a village called Dingle. Yes, Dingle. Um, which, you know, if you think of Ireland, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know how to say it's kind of almost like a diamond shape. So Dublin is like on the east, very east coast, and this town, like, village of Dingle is all the way around the other side of the, <laughs> the end of the country, like, all the way across. Cool. Um, I was like, he couldn't have just even landed like in Cork. Like, come on. <laughs> I know when she did say she went, to, she was trying to get to Cork. I was like, I've been there. Yep. Yeah. So instead of going to Cork, he was like, I'm going to take us all the way around the peninsula of Ireland to the other side. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. So she ends up in Dingle, and of course she's like soaking wet because he somehow dropped her off on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? And she, like, walks into a pub, and it's just, like, you know, trying to get information and assistance, and immediately the locals just start taking the piss out of her. And I was like, honestly, if I was her, I'd be big mad. Like. Yeah. Because they just do, at every opportunity, make fun of her. I'm like, yep. Do you think? Which, honestly, in my my lunch with my um, Irish friend, or technically she lives in Northern Ireland, but. Uh, with my friend last Thursday because she works for like has been working for a new company the last few months and they do have um, American offices too and so she went uh, right after she started for like a little bit for like orientation and stuff she's like yeah a bunch of us went to this conference and she's like you know we're joking around and she's like all the Americans in the office were like that's like so mean (laughs) like what (laughs) like why you guys are so mean she's like I didn't get it and I was like I mean that's yeah (laughs) i was like yeah but she's like but if you guys aren't like taking the piss out of each other like you know friend groups or whatever like what do you guys even talk about (laughs) i mean i think friend groups are maybe different than co-workers but i don't know well also that too but it's just like i was like well i was like here's my unofficial motto that i just made up on the spot i was like in america we are more than happy to like shoot the shit but we're not gonna take the piss because like i'm not gonna be rude to you um, directly to your face yeah. because that's I mean that's what it is it's like making fun of people direct to their face so I don't deal with it too much but I mean even sometimes Jack will like make a joke and then I'll make a joke and then he'll like keep making yeah. the jokes he doesn't really do it anymore but it's like you kind of have to get out of that habit where I'm like it's I'm like it's done like 
Yeah, I think... He doesn't do it anymore, I think but... in America, it's more... There's, like, a sarcastic... It's more like, um... It's more like situational humor and comedy. Like, you're not making fun of someone no. right there while they're, like, in the room. At... Yeah, but I, it's weird. I feel like there's, like, so... there's certain people you can be, like, sarcastic with and kind of, like, poke fun at a little bit if you're, like, friends. Yeah. But also, you're also poking fun at yourself, you know? It's, like, self-deprecating a little mm-hmm. bit. It's more like mm-hmm. the English way, I feel like, but I don't know. Yeah, so, yeah, it was just funny, because I was like, if I was her, Amy Adams in the start of this movie, I would have been big annoyed, because she was very nice. Yeah, she she wasn't, she like, wasn't being, she like, did, an annoying American, saying, you know? Yeah, she was being very polite and just asking for help. She wasn't being like, I hate Ireland or whatever, you know? No. And they were just immediately taking the mick out of her. Do you think the, the Gen Z rude. people that are watching this movie to make it trend are confused about what all the phones that they use in this movie, like, <laughs> yeah, go use that pay phone. Everyone's like, what's this phone? <laughs> Everyone, no one uses a cell phone in this movie. Everyone's like, I'll just find the the nearest pay phone and get into a telephone box. I'm right. like, I guess the movie's old, but I didn't think it was that old. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think in the UK, most old uh, telephone boxes, like, I mean, they're there, but they're relics and they don't have a phone in them. They might, in some towns, they have, um, like defibrillators in them so that's cool that's a, that's a good idea that would be good um yeah so we meet our main heartthrob which who i feel i'm not even saying he's on matthew good right is his name i think and yeah he's not mm-hmm. unattractive that's not the issue i just it's interesting to me this is i looked it up this is post amy adams and enchanted right so this is post amy adams and enchanted mm-hmm. i feel like she was on the upswing like patrick right? Pepsi. and yep. I just am like, first of all, first of all, I don't know if Jack heard you watching this movie at all or any. What did you think immediately of the Irish accent? I was like, this is not a good Irish accent. I was like, is he actually Irish? And no. Tim was like sitting next to me. And he looked up. He's like, he's not. I'm like, well, I could tell immediately. He's definitely not. Um, no. Jack was with me in the room, but he had headphones in the whole time. He's over there, like, bebopping to some, like, I don't know, probably 90s dance music. He's, like, reading a book, because he's, like, bebopping. Every once in a while, I'd look over, he'd be doing, like, a shoulder shimmy. I just, I just feel like anyone that's watching. I feel like the locals, I was, like, I feel like the other characters and actors, and obviously we did get a little, um, uh, you know, little cameo from the grandpa. Grandpa Joe. I was like, it's Grandpa Joe. So they got a real Irish person. So I did pause it and make Jack. I was like, "Look, Jack, it's it's your favorite." Um, but yeah, no, he definitely is not from Ireland, and so yeah, the accents were. Different. I just, I just, I feel like anyone who's watched Dairy Girls could immediately be like, "This is not wrong." And I was looking up stuff about when you like Google him, he's talking about like it's not even like it's just he didn't feel like he put in any effort to it, you know? And he's just like things he was saying. I was like, "This isn't." No, I can immediately tell he's not Irish. So my point being is, he's not Irish. Were there no hot Irish actors out there at that point in time? Or find an unknown. Like. That's true. Or find a, I don't know. He just felt like a weird choice to me in this romantic comedy. And I'm like, was he like about to blow up? Or do people think he was about to blow up or something? Like, why why was he chosen? He's not unattractive. He's fine. How did this happen? And I felt, but I felt like they had no chemistry (laughs) together. Yeah. I feel like I kept comparing it. Yeah, they had no chemistry. Oh, wait, let me see if I think what you're going to say. Are you going to say Maid of Honor? Maid of Honor, of course! (laughs) I said that during the movie. I don't know why. I was comparing it. 
So I, I assume in my brain, I was like, these movies came out around the same time. And I actually really like Maid of Honor. Oh, Maid of Honor is so good. I think it's a great movie. It's enjoyable, fun to watch. Um, But of course, it stars Patrick Dempsey. And I'm looking at it. It came out in 2008. So it did come out first. Um, But you know, the actress playing his like best friend turned love Mm -hmm. interest, um, you know, her fiance is Kevin McKidd, who is actually who is Scottish. Scottish. So, like, so... the fact that it's, like, set in Scotland, like, makes sense. Yep. I feel like it also, I always thought it was funny, because obviously they made that movie while they were both on Grey's Anatomy. So it's true. That's funny. You know, it's interesting, though, because the whole time I was like, for some reason this is giving me real Maid of Honor vibes, even though it's not nearly as good. And so I was looking, like, who made this movie? And oh, no. I clicked on one of the writers. That writer wrote Maid of, was part of the writing team on Maid of Honor. Really? And I'm like, well, that's hysterical. I think what was also good about Made what of happened? Honor versus this, and I feel like I I don't like in romantic comedies where they make one of the guys like an undesirable choice because he's either he's a dick or mm. like he just sucks. He's cheating on her, and you don't she yeah, doesn't know. He's just bland or boring. But I feel like what was nice about Made yeah. of Honor is like they were both good options. You know, yeah. like she had no reason to not choose Scottish guy other than like she was really in love with. Patrick Dempsey so yeah for sure I mean it's the classic friends to lovers tale where it's like the dude character doesn't was like oh no I'm too late until like it's like yeah because your friend that you actually were in love with this whole time but you didn't want to um you know accept that is now engaged to some yeah. rich Scottish I mean it's also man. like a sweet home Alabama thing right where it's like both guys were True. good options but like she had to go mm-hmm. so I don't like and I feel like in this movie they followed that trope where you're like oh Adam Scott seems okay until like the very end and you're like eh, you're like whatever yeah anyways it's true so we get we meet Matthew Good who has not a good Irish accent sorry Matthew Good terrible terrible and I feel like they had no chemistry whatsoever in this movie that's none and then we they go on a grand adventure to try to get to Dublin which seems like it shouldn't be that hard but then they let's look it up how far Dingle to Dublin let's google maps it well, and also because along the way they kept having to, like, make stops and do crazy yeah. stuff. I'm not trying to walk there. Google Maps. I'm trying to drive there. So it is a four-hour drive. to So to an American, that's, like, nothing. Yeah. Um, but to, like, a British and or Irish person. They made it really seem fun. like she that was would, going to, like. That would be a multiple, that would be a multiple-day journey. They made it, the way they made it seem, it was, like, she's going across the country in the U.S. She's like, I have to make it from New York to California, <laughs> practically. That's what it felt like. Yeah. So yeah, they get so into, true. you know, it's like comedy of errors, you know, they have a car, but then mm-hmm. they get stopped by cows and the car goes into like a water thing and they have to walk and then her suitcase gets stolen and then they get into a bar fight and <laughs> I did like in the bar fight afterwards, she was like, that was, she's like, oh, she thought that was hot. She, she did like how she, he fought off like <laughs> four guys and then they really lean into like an Irish stereotype of the lady who owns the B&B was like, well, I had another couple here, but they immediately said they weren't married, so they had to kick them out. So then, of course, they have to act like yeah. they're married. I'm looking up now, like, the little town where they got stuck. So that was my other thing. I was like, so it ends, they are in this little village called, like, Tipperary, which I'm sure I have not pronounced correctly, but it's my, it's nowhere near the route that you would drive that then they subsequently would be walking to get to Dublin. Like, it's miles off. Because I was like, this little town is not on, like, a road. Like I'm telling you, it's the Tourism Board of Ireland. And they were like, 
how do we how do we get this going yeah because i then was trying to look up like where they were and if there was a like, castle ruins actually nearby yeah. and there was none. oh bummer <laughs> the castle looked cool yeah, I bet, I'm sure that castle is real. I just could not find it um, anywhere within a 50-mile radius of that little town where she missed the train. So then you have your typical, like, oh, there's only one bed. How do we... This is what I... I don't really love yep. movies that have this trope because I'm like, people can share beds with nothing happening. I mean, female friend, yeah. do it all the time. You know what I mean? I just... <laughs> it just... It boggles my mind. It's like, oh, we can't sleep in the same bed and whatever and then they do of course and they have to have some it works in it i feel like it works in books it just doesn't work on and then they have this weird scene where they're like sitting at dinner with these strangers and they're all like kissing their wives and then and then like you kiss now and we're joking we're like yeah this happens all the time when you're with strangers and they like force you to kiss in front of them. Kiss. Yeah, your fake husband. I feel like no. I mean, he really went for it. He like grabbed her head. <laughs> I don't even think I would do that with my real husband. I'd be like, "Why am I trying to kiss in front of these strangers? I don't know these yeah, I'd be people." Yeah, like, "No, I'm good." Um, I I speaking of that, I feel like my other favorite thing was like every time they would be like walking somewhere or whatever because they like miss the bus, miss the train. So be walking and it's like they just get caught in the rain and then crazy stuff happens so i was like she always is looking a mess and then somehow by the next scene she's like found a shower and a blow dryer and has perfect hair yeah it's like the hair was always a perfect blowout of course um i did you notice that one time when it starts hailing they have this really weird cut where she's just laughing it's like something you see on like snl where she's like ah like she's throwing her head back because it's hailing and i'm like this is probably not the laugh I would do if it started hailing on me. It's just so <laughs> hilarious. Um, yeah, the last the last time I was outside and it start, started hailing, I immediately ran to, like, there was, um, we were at a garden place, and so they had, like, a area where it was, like, a bushes archway, and so I just ran under that. Yeah. <laughs> but it was only tiny hail. Well, I mean, I don't even know if we need to get into every, like, comedy of errors interactions, but they, like, end up at no. a wedding that goes terribly. They end up this thing. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. They eventually end up in Dublin, and yep. she finally gets back with whatever, whatever his name is, Jeremy, I guess. Cardiologist. Yeah. Jeremy, yeah. And then he proposes a terrible proposal in a hotel lobby. Yeah. Like a Holiday Inn Express. Very romantic. In Dublin, <laughs> like, that's what it looks like. <laughs> like her. I didn't understand why when they got to Dublin, why did she need to place a call why didn't she just go directly to the hotel i don't know she was like i left she like called in a public payphone to be like i left a message they needed the the story to happen i was like just go i was like just go to the hotel so they could walk around dublin and like have a heart-to-heart conversation they needed to have that happen for some reason um so and we also find out more about him and his whole backstory and he needs to get his mom's ring back from his ex who lives Mm -hmm. in dublin so that happens whatever um so whatever he proposes everyone goes their separate ways they go back to boston and they have a whole she finds out that the only reason he proposed was that the apartment they were trying to move into seemed like they wanted them to get married so we have very like old school thinking in this movie where like you have to be married to move into an apartment or share a hotel room so then um she breaks it off they have this whole like fire metaphor like if you set off your house is on fire and what would you grab sort of thing and i don't know whatever it doesn't matter so she ends up 
breaking it off with Jeremy Adam Scott, and then shows back up in <laughs> in uh at the pub that's thriving now. The pub is thriving. Yeah, I was like, who? Where did all these people in this town come from? Though I assume it was like dead before because um, she came in the middle of a storm and like only like the locals were there because it was late at night. I mean, maybe <laughs> who knows. I think it was supposed to be like, well, he let it run down because he was so heartbroken over Depressed. the betrayal of his lady or whatever. I don't know. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Yeah. But she shows up. <laughs> What's funny is, okay, did you notice her hair in that scene had the... Oh, it was in one of those, like, headband things yeah. so, that, where you, like, choke to death and you're also trying to put it on and not poke your eye so out. What was and funny if you're a millennial, you know what we're talking about. And now they're back on trend. What was funny is I was literally, like, the night before explaining to Tim, because I think Rod from, you know, Instagram and TikTok had done a duet or something uh-huh. with some girl that had gotten one. She's like, and I, whatever, like, era yep. these are from. And he was like, I- I'm dead. Yep. Like, and I was trying to explain, I'm like, you that. won't know what this is, but, like, it was, like, a little circle with spikes, and it, like, made your hair, yeah. and I was, like, I can't explain it, because I was just trying to, like... I was, like, but, I was, like, but you know how, like, when you put on, like, a earmuffs or something, you know, you pull it over your neck, I was, like, and then you have to, like, lift yeah. it back over your head, so instead of that, I was, like, imagine it's sharp plastic spikes of yeah. death, and you wrapped it around your neck like a choker, and then you have to try and get it over your head, get it over your ears, yeah. which one, at least one of the, them Not is going to get caught on a spike... Not poke your eye out, get it over your nose, over your eyes, and then into your hair to push your hair back and make it look real crazy. It just boggled my mind that I was I've trying seen that to one explain that I've video seen that one. <laughs> and that tool, and then she's wearing it. I'm like, that's it. Yeah. I have, I mean, I had that oh, yeah. as a kid, sure. and I remember, I've seen that video because the girl has really thick curly hair in that duet, and I'm like, girl, this is not made for you. This, I can tell you right now. This product was not made for women with curly hair. So that was just funny. So then she shows up at his pub and makes some speech about, like, not making plans and let's just be together and see where this goes. And then he walks away and she runs to a cliffside. Yeah, I was literally, like, he literally dead, he literally dead ass says nothing. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> and turns and walks away, like, back to the back office of the bar. Just, no, like, hold on a sec. Like, nothing. Literally zero verbal acknowledgement. Just, like, a little shitty smirk and then dead ass, like, deadpan walks away. Brilliant. I was, like, and then she's running to a cliffside somewhere, and I'm, like, is this movie about to end, like, way differently than I think it is? Like, that'd be a twist. She, like, throws herself off the cliffs of Ireland or whatever. He's like, wait, I just was trying to go get something. <laughs> but also, I was scared that she was going to get startled when he came, when I, because I knew he was coming and, and fall off. off. <laughs> Based on all the things that happened in the rest of the movie, that's not too far of an assumption to make. So here's where the movie really goes off the rails to me. <laughs> the very end. <laughs> Is that she... Where she, I like, her proposal was like, you know, because his whole thing was that she's like too stuffy or whatever and is stuck in her like life following the routine. So she's like, you know, let's not make plans and let's just, you know, date and see how it goes. Yeah. So I'm like, that like seems a reasonable. human. But yeah. That lives in another yeah. country. Yeah. The whole time we're like, how's this going to work out between these two? Like, it's not like, I don't doubt there's a lot of jobs for apartment stagers in a small town of Ireland. Yeah. 
But anyways, so no. he comes up. He's like, I was just going to get something. You dummy. And she's like, well, you just left. So what was I supposed to think? <laughs> I came to throw myself off the cliffs of Ireland or whatever. Um, so then he's like, no, I reject your proposal. And then he gets down on one knee. <laughs> Again, nailing it. He is nailing it. <laughs> <laughs> I literally screamed, what? Like, just, even Tim was like, what is happening? He's <laughs> like half watching. Um, but I'm just like, no, please don't do this to me right now. He should have been, you know, it would have been funny would have been if, if he was like, I reject your proposal because it's not leap day. Ask me again in four years. <laughs> See, that would have been funny. Um, but then he gets down and uses his mom's, I can't say that. However you say the ring. Clatter. Cla- okay, whatever. Cla- the, with the hands and the heart. Ring. It's the one with the hands. Yeah, the one with the hands. Which, by the way, is not an engagement <laughs> ring. It's not an engagement ring. I'll just throw that out there. No. Nope. Um, it's like a prom. I feel like it's more like a, we're dating ring. It's like a promise ring. And goes, will you marry me? And I'm like, you guys have literally known each other for, like, max three days. How is this going to work? This relationship will not work. Nope. But she says yes. And then they get married and ha ha ha. <laughs> True. There's that weird cut scene that's like after they get married or whatever. But I'm like, when you're like, how's this going to work? And I'm like, well, legally, the only way it could work is if they got married because then she could get a visa to stay in the country. So I don't know if that's. Yeah, she just has to be willing to she help run. She can redesign the uh, B&B, I I'm guess. Not gonna... I will say, though, I didn't make this point, but there were certain parts of this movie, I'm like, they are making her so unlikable and dumb. Especially that scene where she goes to the Airbnb, or not the Airbnb, the B&B, because he gives her a room, and she's trying to plug in a phone, which, by the way, the charger was insane. Mm -hmm. She blows out all the electricity. She, like, breaks the room. She is, like, everything falls down in this room. I'm like, are you an idiot? And she just wasn't likable, and just, I'm like, you didn't bring any shoes that weren't heels on this trip? Like, I don't... I just feel like you gave us, like, two kind of unlikable characters, and you're like, root for them to fall in love. And I'm like, I don't care about either of them. Yeah. So I just don't understand, as you said, it's like, why was this movie trending? But I think it's just because it's a random movie that probably a lot of people haven't seen, and it has Amy Adams in Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, when it's like, new movies to Netflix, and if they were pushing it out, then people would watch it. So then it's like, whoop, now it's trending. Yeah. But I mean, I don't... When really, the movie that should be trending was Made of Honor, because that's oh, a much better film. God, Made of Honor. I'm going to watch that now, because it's so much better. Me too. I need to make Tim watch it. I mean, like, this like is a what a movie cleanser. could be. This is what a movie comedy could be. Um, yep. But, yeah, I don't feel like either of us would recommend... We would not recommend Leap Day. We would recommend Made of... Whoop, that was a honk outside. Sorry. <laughs> like a trash truck or something. Um, we would recommend Made of Honor, which is not the movie we talked about today, yeah. but... If you're in, if you're in the mood for, you know, a rom-com, where it also has, like, British and Irish and Made of Honor Scottish influences, much more strongly recommend yeah. Made of Honor, for sure. Yeah. Um, and Made of Honor also has, um, our favorite actor from Teenage Bounty Hunters, Kadeem Harrison. Oh, really? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, he's a friend. Yeah, he plays I one forgot. of the friends. I forgot. He's a friend of Patrick Dempsey. They'll play basketball together or whatever. Everything we recommend, it always come back, comes it's back. It's a teenage bounty 
to teenage bounty hunters. Justice for teenage bounty hunters. Um. So yeah, that's it. I mean, that's leap year. So you could probably skip leap year, yep. but you can literally yeah, literally skip jump it. Over it, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Just like we skip February 29th three out of every four years. <laughs> um, I don't, we probably, I don't know what we're talking about next week, so I can't give you a preview. It'll be a surprise for us all. Is the, um, well, speaking of rom-com, the uh, one? you know, French Silver's films, when we were scrolling for things to watch uh, for the pod, um, I found that, like, Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher have a that did look movie cute. coming out for around Valentine's Day time. It comes out on February 10th. Hmm. So I'm not sure. I probably won't be the next pod. Yeah. But the following. Yeah. So we'll probably watch that. So, well, I don't know. We'll figure something out. So we'll have to watch that and then compare. We'll be. I mean, if. See, I, and I wondered, I wondered that one if it was based off of a book, just because it's like, well, this is a classic book trope, and also like with Reese Witherspoon, and she has a production company where they mm-hmm. auction books, but it doesn't look like it is. Mm-hmm. So. That's surprising. Um, yeah. Well, maybe in the interim, Miley Cyrus will release a whole album of songs that we can all jam out to and we can mm-hmm. dissect because that's just been a vibe for the past like week. True. Good job, Miley. Way to throw him under the bus is what I say. But anyways. True. Um, This is very random, but I'm scrolling on the like coming soon on Netflix. On February 16th, it has a ad for a show called Dragonheart. Battle for the Heart Fire. And I was like, is this going to be a series based off of the movie? I hope so. <laughs> Dragonheart? I'll have to keep an eye on that one. It's like this like Battle for the Heart Fire. Hmm. Um sounds amazing. Yes, it says when the king of Britannia dies, the dragon who shares his heart must find a new ruler Ooh. as the monarch's estranged grandchildren battle for the throne. They're doing a sequel to that movie from like twenty years ago. You say 20 years, it's like 40 oh, years 40 ago. 40 years ago, God. <sighs> that no one, that I don't know anyone that knows it except for us. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had to eat an eclectic, eclectic <laughs> movie experience growing up, I guess. But That is true. Well, I guess that's it for this week. Um, sorry we couldn't give you a recommend thumbs up, but... Maybe next time. No, we did. Maid of Honor. We did. Maid of Honor. That's true. Go watch Maid yeah, of Honor. Yeah. It's a great film. Um, but thanks for listening, everyone, as always. Until next time. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast listening platform. You can also follow us on Instagram at MyFavoriteSisterPod. Or shoot us an email at MyFavoriteSisterPod at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.